to A to Z Sports Prime Time on a Wednesday from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising. I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by the fine folks at Two Rivers Ford. Since 1983, they have been providing you exceptional, award-winning customer service and quality American-made Ford vehicles. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. DraftKings Sportsbook and the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app. Promo code A to Z Sports gets you in on all the action. Simply plug in the promo code A to Z Sports and start winning today. Brymac Mechanical, B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com, satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs. And if you are looking for your dream address without the stress, look no further than the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage at GaryAshton.com, the official real estate agent of the Titans, the Preds, and Primetime. So, starting quarterbacks for two different NFL teams were named today. One was a given and one a bit of a surprise. Um, something that we're going to get into over the course of tonight's show is how teams are overthinking this situation, overthinking the idea of uh, the idea of their starting quarterback position. Now, sometimes there does take it does take legitimate thought, like for example, the Titans in 2019, where Marcus Mariota, you weren't ready to give up on him yet. You let him play it out until uh, you let him play it out until such time as he could no longer, and then you put in the backup, and things really took off. Ryan Tannehill, and now you're one of the best teams in the NFL. So sometimes overthinking it can bog you down. Tonight we're going to talk about two teams that have overthunk it. I don't know if that's the proper grammar, but you know what I mean. And one of them is the Jags, a team that is already showing red flags despite being under yet another new regime. So the Two Rivers Ford take that I have for you tonight in the comments on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Your Two Rivers Ford take. What is the best quarterback competition in the NFL right now? Let me know on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. We will discuss at length together. What is the best QB competition in football going right now? Some of these have been decided, but also there are some, many of them, uh, many of them that I know are very exciting to pay attention to. While you guys do that and while you decide before you hear from somebody who is overseeing one of these QB battles, I will tell you about our friends at Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford has all manner of new American-made Ford vehicles on the lot in Mount Julia, but they also have some new uh, 2022 models that you can pre-order right now, like the Ford Maverick. The Ford Maverick is a truck that's for not necessarily truck people. It's compact. It gets great gas mileage. It's efficient for you and your family with all the bells and whistles that come with the new Ford. Now, the best selling uh, selling point on the 2022 Ford Maverick is that it's priced at under 20 grand. It's an incredible value for your family and more importantly for your, but well, I guess not more importantly, but both for your family and for your budget. Check it out online at tworiversford.com because you can pre-order it today. And if you need more information, give one of the non-commissioned salespeople a call at Two Rivers Ford. They'd be happy to fill you in without putting any pressure on you to make a purchase. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. So, uh, what is the best quarterback battle in the NFL right now? Let me know in the comment section, and we will discuss. Uh, the Patriots, says Ramon on Facebook Live. So you got Cam Newton, 
going against Mac Jones. What did call what did Cam call him? Mac and Cheese versus Cam Newton. That is an interesting one, and I think made you know a little more interesting by the fact that Cam Newton, who is not vaccinated, I don't know. I know you guys were hoping to duck the COVID talk tonight, but Cam's not vaccinated, and he's been removed from the team for uh, a five-day period because of outside testing protocols that were uh, that were violated, for lack of a better term. And now he had to remove himself for five days, which the Patriots and their staff are really, really pissed about. Um, that is no small thing when you talk about Bill Belichick and when you talk about competitive advantage. That is a huge deal, in fact, for somebody like Bill Belichick, who is hyper-focused on having a competitive advantage, who has you know, spent all of the cash this offseason to try and rebuild these things, and who likes Cam Newton a whole hell of a, a, whole hell of a lot more than a lot of people in football like Cam Newton, just from a per- perspective of what he is as a quarterback right now. Plenty of people like Cam Newton in the league. But um, it does get more complicated because Cam has been removed because of these uh, COVID protocols, and it is a very interesting quarterback battle. To be sure, Jackie Holbert says the Titans' backup quarterback competition. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and disagree with you on that, Jackie, although Logan Woodside versus Matt Barkley screams spicy. Uh, It was the Saints until last night, says Kyle Harris. So Jameis versus Taysom Hill, it's probably the right answer um, because, you know, that's about who is going to succeed Drew Brees and who, if, you know, if either of them are competent enough to be a starting quarterback in the NFL, I don't know that you can say that about either of them. And I think, you know, Jameis looking good in a preseason game is all well and good, but defenses aren't trying to confuse him. And that's when, you know, he throws the 30 interceptions. So it's a, uh, it's a situation that is very, very still up in the air. John Doucette brings up a good one. San Francisco is what he uh, provides or what he, uh, what he nominates. San Francisco with Jimmy Garoppolo and Trey Lance, who, by all accounts, is an incredibly talented uh, young quarterback who is super, super raw, kind of this year's rookie Josh Allen, where Josh Allen was a bit of an unknown commodity, but obviously had all the high-end traits that would lead you to believe that he can get better at the pro level. Now, Trey Lance was not Josh Allen. Trey Lance was you know, playing at a lower level of college football, but still performing at a higher level as a collegiate player than Josh Allen was at Wyoming, right? The way that Josh Allen has gotten better in the NFL is pretty surprising given that you don't often see quarterbacks come into the league and take that big of a step once they get here. Matt Ryan is another example of that, but really those are the only two that I can think of off the top of my head. Uh, Titans, let's see. Uh, Jimmy G and Trey Lance says El Boogie. Chicago says Dylan Hardaway. We'll talk about Justin Fields later on in the show because that one I think is a ridiculous. It's not even a quarterback competition because the coach has said that there is no competition because he's already declared a week one star- starter, which is dumb. But once uh, once once these guys get out onto the field and once these guys get further into camp, you start to get to this point where you overthink things. You overthink things like, you know, the fact that you picked Trevor Lawrence first overall and still for some reason, up until today, you were splitting reps with the first team with Gardner Minshew, who you know that is not, unless you're just trying to trade him, which is a possibility. Unless you're trying to trade him, it makes no sense. So the most interesting is probably in New Orleans. But the one that was decided today, one of two that was decided today, 
was Urban Meyer declaring that Trevor Lawrence would start for them week one against the Texans. Yeah, we're going to, uh, Trevor's going to be the starter in week one. Uh, he'll start this week as well. Wants to do it? I did, but, uh, you know, this, uh, it's a three-week preseason as opposed to a four. We do have the bye week afterwards, but I think uh, as we continue, it's uh, a matter of a little bit of repetition now. So we wanted him to earn it, as we do with every position. We felt he has after the last uh, nice performance was uh, it was good. Obviously not great, but we you know didn't run the ball very well. But uh, but I kind of in my mind had that as a, after the second preseason that we kind of have to to get someone ready to play in three weeks. So you know, and that's Urban Meyer talking about his decision today. I listen. I understand, even as I disagree with a lot of what Urban's doing right now, and he's going to have a lot of people disagreeing with him because he's a first-year NFL head coach, and even though he's established and one of the best coaches in the history of the sport, it's at the college level, not the pro. He still has to prove himself up in the big boy leagues. So I I get what he's saying about wanting Trevor Lawrence to earn it, just as they're saying, you know, Mike Vrabel has the same stance. It's why the unofficial depth chart, the first one that they put out, had like, you know, all of the rookies at the bottom end of their position groups when we, of course, know that that's not going to be the case. But they're trying to send a message right? As far as what it takes to earn a job on an NFL roster. And then you get to the point where you're in the second week of the preseason. You're like, all right, enough of this rep splitting stuff, enough of this stupidity. We're going to go ahead and run the first overall pick out there because he's the one, he's the one who's going to try. He's the one who's going to be tasked with ultimately bailing this franchise out of the depths that it's been at. So I, I, I don't want to, I, there professional second guessing is is basically what media does as a living. And I know there are a lot of uh, a lot of conversations, a lot of stuff that goes into these decisions behind the scenes that people like me aren't privy towards. But I do think that people overthink them pretty substantially at almost every time one of these situations arise. Justin Fields is another example. Uh, Patrick Mahomes a couple of years ago, Aaron Rodgers, when he was a rookie in Green Bay under Brett Favre, there there continues to be these situations that arise that you just, the logic doesn't necessarily make sense. And I'll explain what I mean here in just a second, right after I tell you about our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook. The most exciting time of year, it's right around the corner. It is nearly, in fact, next week, it's college football season, and you should be very, very excited about that. Not just because college football returns to our lives, but because... DraftKings Sportsbook is getting you in the center of the action as a new player by giving you $200 in free bets instantly if you bet $1 or more on any college football game. You can uh, you can go to DraftKings Sportsbook. You can plug in the promo code A to Z Sports, and you can know that it's safe, secure, and reliable. It's located right here in the United States, so it's easy to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Simply dra- download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, Use the promo code A2Z Sports to receive $200 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any college football game. That's promo code A to Z Sports to get your free $200 in free bets instantly for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Tennessee only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call or text the Tennessee Red Line 1-800-889-9789. So, why do I think that teams overthink these things? Um, with, with So two decisions were made today as far as quarterbacks, starting quarterbacks are concerned. The Jags named Trevor Lawrence their starting quarterback. 
after basically Urban understanding in the second preseason game, all right, it's time to it's time to get things going. We need to get this dude ready to play in three weeks. And then there's Teddy Bridgewater over Drew Locke in Denver, which I don't know how many people have been paying attention to that. And maybe you don't even remember that Teddy Bridgewater is a Denver Bronco. But this is something that is of consequence to the rest of the AFC, right? This is a team that was rumored initially to be in the uh, in the market for Aaron Rodgers, right? And without the Aaron Rodgers option available to them, they had signed Teddy Bridgewater. Drew Locke as a second-round pick from the 2019 draft has been really, really up and down and apparently has not done any more to impress uh, Vic Fangio and his staff out there in Denver since they signed Bridgewater. So they turned it over to a safer veteran option who has a history of winning games. And while he may, bo- may be more physically limited than somebody like Drew Locke, who does have some crazy potential, you know, sometimes and a lot of times in the NFL with these quarterbacks, potential doesn't equate to on-field success because these guys don't necessarily get developed the right way or don't themselves develop in a way that is satisfactory for the speed of the game. So wh- while this while this does matter, um, and while it is, you know, good, all good and well that they made a decision really three weeks before they end up playing a football game, you know, teams like, and Josh points this out on YouTube, Jags are going to run into the same mistake the Bengals did in 2020. And I hope since he pays dearly, i.e. the Jags have a wretched O-line. So yeah, what, what you're talking about, because they already don't have Travis Etienne, right? So you're working with a bat, not a great offensive line. Now the Bengals offensive line was much, much worse. But with a rookie quarterback in this situation, um, you have to you have to be able to lean on the strength of your defense, which Jacksonville doesn't have, and the strength of your run game, which is hurt tremendously by the fact that ETN is not there. Um, now, uh, Lock, uh, what Coney Kid says, this is going to hurt Locke's confidence. Maybe so, but like you know, tough tough shit in the NFL. Like you're. It, they clearly don't care about his confidence anymore. They care about winning football games, and they think that Bridgewater gives them the best chance to be able to win football games. That's basically after how you have to do the analysis. Um, but speaking of speaking of teams overthinking their quarterback decisions, let's talk about a team, you know, the same team really, that has a ton of red flags surrounding it. And that is something that is happening right now with Urban Meyer and the Jacksonville Jags. Uh, the question that I have for you guys here on a Wednesday night in the comment section on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, or Twitch, how long does Urban Meyer last with the Jags? Let me know on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. How long do you think Urban Meyer ends up lasting with the Jacksonville franchise? Because there are some things that I'm seeing right now that that pique your curiosity about how things are being done, understanding that this man is a first-time NFL head coach. While you guys do that, I will tell you about our friends at Brymac Mechanical. B-R-Y-M-A-K is Brymac.com. Brymac Mechanical means satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs. They have been doing business in Tennessee and in Kentucky, ensuring that you have the finest in HVAC service, whether it be commercial or residential. Their three locations will be able to come to you and deliver you said satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC requirements. B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com, Brymac Mechanical, the place that you need to be going. Um, So, red flags around Jacksonville. How long do you think Urban Meyer is going to last? And I think 
you know, when we talk about Urban Meyer, right, there's there's a lot of things that go into it. Yes, we understand that he's great. Yes, we understand that he is going to go down in the history books as one of the best college coaches to ever be involved in the game. But he also carries this stigma with him that when things start to go awry, he doesn't last very long after that. And listen, these are high-pressure jobs, especially at the level that he was at in college uh, and, and maybe even so in the pros because Jacksonville – the scrutiny on the Jags is not what it is in, in college, and you have a little more flexibility given the, these guys are paid professionals. And you're not dealing with children. But uh, what Puka says is two years. Titan8251 says three years. Stacy on Facebook says two tops. Tristan Fly also on Facebook says three years. Ronnie Sneed and Chemical Brother on YouTube are going under uh, under two years. Jeff Sawyer saying two. Dry, Drian or Dryan? On Twitter, it says two years as well. Steven says on YouTube, I say Urban Meyer stays in Jacksonville for at least five years, which is possible. But here's the thing with Urban, okay? So let me run back this clip for you of him talking about Trevor Lawrence as the starting quarterback, and and then we'll I'll give you my analysis from there. Yeah, we're going to uh, – Trevor's going to be the starter in week one. Uh, he'll start this week as well. Wants to do it? I did, but, uh, you know, this uh, – it's a three-week preseason as opposed to a four. We do have the bye week afterwards, but I think um, as we continue, it's uh, a matter of a little bit of repetition now. So we wanted him to earn it, as we do with every position. We felt he has after the last uh, nice performance was uh, it was good. Obviously, not great, but we you know we didn't run the ball very well. But uh, but I kind of in my mind had that as a, after the second preseason that we kind of have to to get someone ready to play in three weeks. So, you know, Urban Meyer is in his first year doing this. And Karen O'Keefe says, look at his body language. Chris Fraser says he is an NFL material. Um, I think that, I think that with Urban, he is so unaccustomed to winning he is so unaccustomed, or excuse me, so unaccustomed to losing that in the NFL, with how much more difficult it is to win and understanding that he is coming in to a team that does precious little winning historically, he is going to have to do some unconventional things. Now, you can be unconventional and also still have to have common sense about you, which every couple of weeks, there's a situation that pops up with Urban Meyer it just kind of leaves your head scratching, you know, or leaves you scratching your head, right? Whether it's Tebow and and listen, I you can respect him, Tebow, for his his will and his drive to continue to try and follow his dream as a professional athlete. That's fine, and you can also think it's completely ridiculous that, that Tim Tebow, the effort and the resources at the pro level that were wasted on a dude that you hired who clearly could not do the job that you hired him to do. That's a that's you know I called it a circus uh, sideshow at the time, and it still is for all intents and purposes. You have the racist strength coach that uh, that Urban hired when he put together his staff initially, Chris Doyle from Iowa, who got you know who lasted all of I don't even think a day before he had to submit his re- resignation, and earned Urban a subpoena on his desk because of the investigation that's going on around Chris Doyle at Iowa. Just a stupid, simple mistake and an avoidable mistake that he made just because Urban Meyer is, 
you know, under the impression that he can do just about anything he likes at this level because he's been able to do that in several college stops. The NFL is different. Even if the, even if ownership has given you, you know, full license to do as you please, you still have to find ways to not be a distraction. And he has caused several distractions as the head coach. That is not something that you can do at the pro level. Now, ultimately, you can look at this and say, okay, you know, maybe if you're going to be a little more gentle with Urban and and do the analysis of, well, as somebody who's in in this role for the first time, he's been a head coach before, but never a pro coach. Pro, and I mean, listen, uh, what he was at, or at Ohio State and Florida and really at Utah is a pro coach. But at this level, the rules are different, discernibly, from the way that he has to carry himself. And Urban continues to make these slip-ups where it just doesn't make sense what they're doing, even as he is new on the job. There are a lot of red flags there because the stuff that they did to fix their defense that is horrific from a personnel standpoint, there was some stuff that was good, but even still, their their personnel decisions in the offseason made a little bit of difference, but I don't think that they have fixed the deepest root issues that they have both in the draft and in free agency. Outside of that and these issues that continue to pop up every couple of weeks with the Jags, you're just looking at the situation from afar and saying, you know, what what could you, I mean, how, how could you possibly continue? How could you see Urban Meyer continuing on this trajectory when he already seems to be in over his skis? He is a he is a winner. He is somebody who has a, a will reporter. I don't know him personally, but he is reported to have an incredibly iron will and he dedicates himself to what he's doing at any given time. And then when he's when he's had enough, he pulls the ripcord and you know, it's uh my health is struggling. I need to spend more time with my family until such time as another team offers me a giant sack of cash to come coach their football program, and then I'll go back right into the fray and do and you know the cycle continues. So Overall, uh, I think that I think that he lasts. I think that he lasts probably three years, um, but we will see whether he is NFL material or not. This is going to be a very telling year for Urban Meyer. Uh, Ryan Powell says, "When ESPN or Fox Sports calls you to take the job, I'm going to miss listening to you, brother. You're my favorite show on 104.5. Uh, nothing against the rest of the shows, but you have it, man. Well, that's very kind of you to say, Ryan. But listen, I'm." I've uh, I've got a great situation with A to Z Sports. Um, we you know we to to be completely transparent, there was some interest uh, from major networks when my contract came up, but I would I preferred to stay here, and I took uh, I took a, a contract with A to Z Sports, a contract extension with A to Z Sports, and I signed a contract with 104.5 The Zone. So you're stuck with me for a little while. I wouldn't I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't get too uh, I wouldn't get too nostalgic about me going anywhere. I'm, I'm here. I'm here for the foreseeable future. And you know, I, that's by choice. I could have, I could have done other things, but I was incredibly happy with my situation here. And I love doing what I do here in Nashville. So, and I love, you know, I love hanging out with you guys on primetime and on, and on the radio and on the podcast. Uh, by the way, new episode of the, the, uh, well, there's a six one five sessions podcast that came out yesterday. It's a lot of fun. Go check it out. There is also a, New install with Greg Cosell, where we talk about how you can watch the preseason and actually learn from the preseason as opposed to having overreactions uh, with Greg Cosell of NFL Films. That was a fun one that we did 
later or earlier this afternoon with Greg, we also talked a lot about Elijah Molden because Greg loves Elijah Molden. It's going to make you very excited to listen to that podcast. Um, that block Tebow threw was something, says Titan A251. No, in fact, it was nothing at all. It was literally nothing. Um, you're going to be... Uh, <laughs> uh, Dom Odell says you're going to be on first take debating Stephen A. Smith. No, I am not. I am not debating Stephen A. Only only Stephen A can debate Stephen A. That's why they keep running uh they keep running people off the set from him. Max Kellerman, and I, I really enjoy Max. It's unfortunate that uh it's unfortunate that Max is not on that show anymore because I think Max made it a lot smarter. But uh Stephen A wasn't here for smarter. Stephen A wants to do argument television, and Max can some kind sometimes make it too nuanced in a way that Stephen A you know, largely isn't interested in. Uh, I like that you're here because you're authentic, says Conan Kids. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> so you didn't want to be Max Kellerman's replacement on ESPN first take with Stephen A. Smith, Buck? I mean, listen, I uh, uh, <laughs> I don't say, I don't say I, it would be, it would be a good time. And like my buddy Harry Douglas is doing first take this week. He looks great up there doing it. I hope that they keep Harry around at ESPN because he's a uh, he's a really good addition. But as for me, you know, there's plenty of time to to do things that I want to do in my career. And my career, by the way, I owe so much to A to Z Sports and to Austin and Zach. I was, you know, reminded of that today because we had a meeting uh, this this afternoon. And you know, not the I'm not going to divulge any state secrets or any kind of things that they're going to that they have planned for the business, but like the stuff that they're doing at A to Z, man, is so, so cool. And I owe almost all of my success to those two guys and what they've, you know, the machine, this, this thing, you know, this, you know, I know I'm pointing to me technically on the screen, but like this whole thing is a machine that was built to make me succeed. Right. And to, to make the network succeed. So you know, I, I know that ESPN and, and Fox Sports are, are sh- and, you know, NBC and all these other things are big, bright, shiny objects in the sky. But like, you got to you got to pay attention to what's going on here on the ground level, because um, everything, you know, everything that I've done and everything that I've thought about, because I've got, you know, I've got an agent that helps me with a lot of this stuff. And we'll keep we'll continue on with the Justin Fields thing here in just a second. I don't know how much I don't know how much inside baseball you guys like, but since somebody asked me a, a, a career question, I figured I'd get into it. Um, I, uh, I was, you know, my, my agent was not necessarily, and I love him to death. He's the best, but he didn't necessarily understand what A to Z sports was. And he didn't necessarily understand why I wanted so badly to keep it while also taking the, uh, taking the radio gig. Um, and, and it because this means something to me. So Anthony Malley says, reminder of that today means Zach told Bucky owes all his success to them. No, Zach, listen, I, uh, I, there are few people in my life that I respect more than Zach Bingham, um, and 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 Austin for all the stuff that they've do they've done. But Zach in particular, man, like Zach has done more to change my mindset about things than any other human being that I've come across professionally. And I, when, when I say that I owe literally almost everything to those two guys, uh, it's absolutely true. Uh, it's absolutely true. And I don't, I don't say that lightly. Listen, you guys know that I'm a cocky son of a bitch. Like, like, I don't, I don't give other people credit unless I really, really mean it for things that I'm doing. Like you guys know that I'm, I am not shy about (laughs) that. I'm not shy 
about how good I am at what I do, because I know that I'm damn good at what I do. But also, I know that there is zero that there is zero me without those two guys, and uh, and with you know without you guys, because you are the ones who make A to Z Sports go, and that is really really cool to get to hang out and to talk about with you guys each and every Sunday through Thursday night. All right, uh, I uh, I. Would say, okay, let's move on. That's way so, so self-involved that I'm sorry that we got off onto that tangent, but you know that I, I take any opportunity, uh, that I take any opportunity to be self-involved. So we should probably do better about that. Um, and I appreciate all the, all the kind things that people are saying on Facebook and Twitter and YouTube. I see, uh, I see all of them. Don't, don't forget producer Reed. We think of him too. Listen, producer Reed. I, and, and I, you know, this is like, this is, uh, producer Reed. You guys can tell how much worse this show is when Reed's not here. Like last night, I was not very good last night. And it's not, I don't uh, I don't say that often because I think that I'm good every night. But when I am, I am deeply uncomfortable when producer Reed isn't here on nights like, like last night, this job is made so much easier on me because Reed does such a great job in making everything uh, making everything happen on this show behind the scenes that you guys don't see. And Reed doesn't get any of the glory because Reed's not on camera, even though, you know, he's actively both all three of my producers, really, uh, between Adam Holt, who helps me with the podcast stuff and Reed here on primetime and Lucas on the radio show. Like all three of them are just looking for how long they have to help me, how long they have to help me until they can take my job, <laughs> which I love about them, all three of them. And I respect about that. Uh, Brad Lifford says you about cried last night. I don't know if I cried last night, but you know, I missed it. <laughs> oh, you know why I almost did cry last night? Cause I didn't have my gospel music. And that is something that I producer Reed was not able to recover that I was able to recover that. And so now all is right in the world. Um, let's wrap things up and let's talk about Justin Fields here quickly with what is happening with Justin Fields, Andy Dalton and the bears starting quarterback position. So the Titans, of course, We'll play the Bears this Saturday at Nissan Stadium. By the way, I hope to see many of you out there. Always makes me very happy. Saw a bunch of you guys in Tampa. Saw a lot of you in Atlanta. Uh, have been seeing you guys at the at the Nissan Stadium open practice. Makes me so happy every time we get to see any of you guys because of uh, of how you support all the stuff that we do. It makes it you know it's uh, that 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 Brad will make me cry uh, with how much you guys support the stuff that we do. But what uh, what I will say, what I will say is that with what's happening in Chicago, given that the Titans will see a good, probably at least a half of Justin Fields this week, is the question that I have to pose to you. Deal or no deal? Andy Dalton starting over Justin Fields in week one. Deal or no deal in the comment section on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Andy Dalton starting over Justin Fields. In week one, give me your response, deal or no deal, in the comments section, and we will discuss at length together right after I tell you about our friends at the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. The Gary Ashton Tailgate, by the way. I hope to see a lot of you at the Gary Ashton Tailgate. Those are back. We haven't done them since 2019 because of COVID. He will be out there in front of the south end zone right across the street. Right, across, I think it's Victory Lane that he's right across from, the big Gary Ashton Trailer. Hope you guys will come out and tailgate with me and Luke Worsham and Gary. There is uh, there's food, there's cornhole, there's music, there's all kinds of good stuff. Uh, and you know, the, we'd be ha so happy to see a lot of you 
uh, guys and gals out there at the Gary Ashton ta tailgate because the Gary Ashton tailgate exists because Gary is the official real estate agent of the Tennessee Titans. So check it out. Get your dream address without the stress or sell your home for more at GaryAshton.com. Come to the tailgate, guys. I'd like to see a lot of you out there. Uh, so no MF and deal, says Valentino. She is over it. Deal, says Josh, on Andy Dalton over Justin Fields, as does Keelan Watson. Uh, Fields will uh, Fields will start, says Justin Thomaselli, not according to his head coach. Andy got to start after the game Saturday, says Cedric. Well, Fields is starting against the Titans, but it sounds like that's because they're resting Andy Dalton. Uh, Fields got the hell knocked out of him this past weekend, says Mayburn, and that is so. And it's unfortunate because, you know, the optics are bad because he was talking about the week before how slow the game felt to him. And then, you know, he got his head taken off. Justin, what was it like in your first game adjusting to that NFL speed as opposed to college? It was actually kind of slow to me, to be honest. Uh, you know, I think, you know, I, I was expecting it to be a little bit faster, but, you know, practicing, you know, game speed, going at it with my teammates every day. And, of course, you know, we have a great defense. So uh, me going against them every day, um, it, it, it definitely slowed, slowed the game up a, a little bit for me. So. Yeah, so deal or no deal, Justin Fields getting uh, or not getting the start for the regular season over Andy Dalton. Deal or no deal. Uh, Dalton starting, says Coney Kid. Xavier Clements says, deal. We all know this league preys on rookie quarterbacks. And they are trying to kill the kid. Yeah, you could see that just there. Uh, you know, the NFL is going to be pissed. Defensive coordinators are taking notes when he says, when he says, uh, when Justin Fields says, yeah, it was, the game seemed pretty slow to me. And then, you know, he go out, goes out there and gets his head taken off. Um, and that wasn't a fair, that wasn't his fault. Like you, you go back and look at the, uh, go back and look at the, the play that was called and the protection that they're running. And the fact that the running back isn't asked to stay in the block, he goes out and runs a route. So, it's it was flawed from the beginning. It just ended up, you know, almost killing their quarterback, uh, their star rookie. Uh, we're not giving up t no TDs. So, yes, Andy will start, and then they will pull Andy for Fields week one, says Cedric. Um, no deal, says Danny Whitson, because I think Fields is a literal backup for now. Dalton has the experience, and they are leaning on that, but he has a short leash. The Bears are desperate for a culture change. No, the Bears are desperate for good quarterback play. They didn't give a damn about culture. Uh, Titans not giving up no points, says Cedric. I hope our defense, well, doesn't kill him, of course, but does the same thing, says Josh. Yeah, we should watch that back one more time because it's a ridiculous clip with how number 59 just comes completely unblocked off the edge and takes out Justin Fields. Justin, what was it like in your first game adjusting to the NFL speed as opposed to college? It was actually kind of slow to me, to be honest. Uh, you know, I think, you know, I, I was expecting it to be a little bit faster, but, you know, practicing, you know, game speed, going at it with my teammates every day. And, of course, you know, we have a great defense. So uh, me going against them every day, um, it, it definitely slowed, slowed the game up a, a little bit for me. So. It looks so much more painful in slow motion. Um, so with Justin Fields, here's what I'll say. Like, I think it's, I, I will say deal on Andy Dalton starting over Justin Fields. And I've changed my opinion on this because, um, I think Justin Fields is going to be so much better of a pro than Andy Dalton. I think that Andy Dalton, we know what the ceiling looks like on, on that. And we have already been well past peak Andy Dalton, but with Fields, there are several things that I'm taking into account here. Okay. One, they start with the Rams. 
and the Rams run an incredibly fast, aggressive, complicated defense to play against. And that is not a situation that you want to drop a rookie quarterback in if you don't think he's ready. Now, whether Matt Nagy should be the judge at this point, given his lack of understanding of how to develop the position, what they just had happen with Mitch Trubisky, maybe Matt Nagy is not the person who should be making the call in that regard, right? Maybe Fields is in fact ready, but they haven't done enough as a staff to get him ready. The point being is that there are so many quarterbacks that get ruined as opposed to dudes who actually succeed, who break through and find themselves as competent NFL quarterbacks. And I don't want Justin Fields or Trevor Lawrence for that matter. Even though you guys are are Titans fans and you hate the Jags and you don't want Trevor Lawrence to be good, I want Trevor Lawrence to be good. I want Joe Burrow to be good. I want uh, Justin Fields to be good. I want, you know, I want all of the young quarterbacks to be good because I like watching the sport. I like watching high-level quarterbacking in the NFL. And, you know, at some point it's got to move on from Roethlisberger and Brady and these old heads that have been around since the dawn of time, it feels like. So if they don't think that Justin Fields is truly ready to be thrown out there into the Wolves on the first, it's the first Sunday night football game of the year. So it's all the bright lights. It's all the pressure. It's a national stage. And you don't think that he's he's quite there? Then I understand what they're doing with Andy Dalton. I don't want to see it. I would rather watch Justin Fields. I would much, much, much rather watch Justin Fields on Sunday Night Football than Aaron Donald. But for his sake, his being Justin Fields, I want to see him succeed. And so if it means they have to slow play it, then I'm I'm good with that approach. Even as I was, even as I was ripping, and I listen, I, I flip-flopped on this because my opinion probably 24 hours ago was Mark, Matt Nagy's an idiot. Get him out of there. Fire this man now. Start Justin Fields. But the more that I thought about it, the more that I understood kind of the situation that he's probably in. And if and if Matt Nagy feels that it's right, and he's literally risk, risking his job for this because people will want him fired as soon as Andy Dalton looks bad. And Andy Dalton is going to look bad. Um, don't, don't let the rookie quarterback hit the ground running or try to hit the ground running against a team like the Rams in his first week in the NFL on a national stage when everybody's watching him. And you know his mentions, if he doesn't play well, are going to be absolutely poisonous because Bears fans have their expectations set way too high for this young man, even as he may end up being great. And I hope that he does end up being great. That's going to do it for us tonight. Speaking of being great, you guys have been great as always. Thank you for your participation. One more primetime show to go for this week. Make sure that you're with us Sunday through Thursday night on A to Z Sports Primetime. Uh, tomorrow on the radio show, it's going to be a lot of fun. We've got a loaded show for you. Ben Standig of The Athletic talked to a bunch of NFL agents after free agency, and the, the, the stuff that he has in there on John Robinson and Julio Jones, I really think you're going to enjoy. We are also going to have my buddy Mike Giardi of the NFL Network, who's going to talk to us about some of these quarterback competitions, given that his uh, his ground, uh, his base his base of operations is in New England, but he covers the league as a whole. We also have Charles Davis and Coach Mack on Friday, so you're not going to want to miss out on that. A lot of good stuff coming for you. And of course, check out the new episode of The Install with Greg Cosell uh, in your podcast feeds. Now, also, I did an interview with Des Fitzpatrick, Titans wide receiver today. That's available on the podcast feed of my radio show, which is simply called The Buck Rising Show. So go check it out. And I will see you guys tomorrow 
And we will do this. We will finish strong through the end of the week because you know what? I didn't get my payoff last night, but damn sure I'm going to get it tonight because I'm not tired yet. Let's go. Let's go.